Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all shirts all sparkly. Thank you, Clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Talk shots. <laughs> I just check myself out. Music, wine, and then blue bottle. Yeah. The glory hole is like a, a like dick theater. I've imagined your pants. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, everyone. This is Mrs. Atom. And this is Mr. Atom. Yes. Thanks for joining us here for another week of By the By. Yes. Uh-huh. It's, uh, it's been a pretty busy week. It has <laughs> been. It's been a good week. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Friday night was our sixth pendulum. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure that the people at home will be glad to hear, uh, or to not hear me especially go, oh, you know, coming up is our next pendulum. Well, I mean, there is another one, but we won't talk about it yet. <laughs> no, we won't. Um, but if you're curious, it is August, Friday, August 17th. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, the pendulum was Friday night, and that was mm-hmm. very successful. We'll talk about that later. Not tonight. No. Not today. Whatever. Yeah, it was a really, really good night, and, and you'll hear... A little more about it later. Yes. Um, Today, Uh we wanted to talk a bit about the corollary, the contrast, the opposito to what we talked about last week. So last week we did the seven deadly sins Mm -hmm. and how they can apply to your swinger uh, lifestyle experience. Mm -hmm. Today we're talking about the seven virtues. Yes. Which... um, are you going to read those aloud for us? Give us a list? Yeah, so I um, got my little notes here, and, and and you've got this whole computer, like, novella, so... It was easier for me to type notes than to handwrite them. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so the seven virtues. So after Pope Gregory in 590 AD uh, released the list of the seven deadly sins, the seven virtues became chastity, temperance, charity, diligence, patience, kindness, and humility. And then the idea was that practicing uh, each of these seven virtues uh, would help protect us from the temptations of the seven deadly sins. Dum, dum, dum. Right. So these are what we're supposed to do. Yes. Okay. And so the way I, <clears throat> the way I looked at this was we could take each of these and then sort of talk about how using them can enhance our swinger experience mm-hmm. for us and our partners. Right. Right. All right. Um, and, and I'm sure people at home are already <laughs> sitting there going, how, I'm excited to see how you do chastity, <laughs> um, especially in the swinger lifestyle. But we did it. Yes. And let's start there. So from the top, chastity, which, as I recall, pairs opposite of lust. Mm-hmm. Yes. So chastity, what do you have for chastity? So for chastity, I was basically not going on the like purely abstinence point of view, but more in the backing off. Anyway, okay. I'll talk about it and you'll see what I mean. So basically what I had was to know know your goals and desires as a couple and stick with them. So if you meet up with another couple and you're not attracted to them, don't go home with them or necessarily play with them just to play with someone. Yes, just because you have a babysitter that night and you feel like you need right. to do something. Right. Yeah, if you if you meet up with a couple or you're at the club and and nobody really piques your interest and you're like, well, I don't really want to play with them, but it's a free night. I'm here. I feel like I should, but if it's not if it doesn't fit with your end end game and and with what you and your partner want out of other partners, then, then don't do it. You know, have a good night together. If you're on a date and it's not going well, 
end it and then go out with your partner and have a good rest of the night. So I kind of took chastity more in that realm and, and just kind of making sure that you're on the same page as your partner and that whatever you're doing, you're along that same goal line and you're not kind of doing something just to do it. Uh, you know, if you're at the club and, and nobody does pique your interest, just enjoy talking to people and, and having those unfiltered conversations. Enjoy being in a sexy environment, maybe flirting with people. Play with your partner, but don't necessarily play with other people if you don't really want to. Right. You know, you can still put on a show for people and that kind of thing uh, if you enjoy being watched, that is, like we do. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. But I don't mean, do something that, that's not in line with what you as a couple want from the lifestyle. Yeah, I think that makes sense, you know, because you did take chastity in the, look, sex with your partner, sure, but not sex, you don't have to have sex with with somebody else. Right. Just because the opportunity is there doesn't mean you should seize it. True. Which is tough because... It's hard. Uh, I know. know. Opportunity knocks and you're like, <laughs> I want to enter the door. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So that is that can be difficult. But if you do it, as, as you say, you'll, I think you'll have a better experience mm-hmm. overall and all in all. So for me, I took chastity from the um, both purity and abstinence sort of idea. Okay. And it's interesting, once again, much like last week, we've gone in relatively different directions. So for me, I said abstinence, um, watch your alcohol con- consumption mm-hmm. and other drug use. So it's it's one of those things that maybe not stopping completely, but abstaining from overdoing it for the drugs and alcohol. Because you want to have a clear mind. You want to be conscience, conscious of, of, of your decisions that you're doing. So yeah, that's the way, that's the direction I took it. I can see that because you want to be cognizant and aware of what's going on and you want to provide the best experience for whoever you're playing with and whoever you're meeting up with. And, and it does, you know, what state of mind you're in does affect everybody else around. So yeah, that makes sense. And we've seen it before at the club where people get drunk and they're just not people you really want to be around. Mm-hmm. And and admittedly, we've both been drunk, mm-hmm. not really that often at the club. But when we are, we're not looking to play either. So it's it is a yeah, uh, it is quite a difference there. So then I looked at it from the purity point of view as well, saying always use protection for yourself and others. So what I mean by that is I'm I'm using condoms and and whatever kind of protection that that my partners want it be it dental dams or something else mm-hmm. to keep each other keep both of us pure mm-hmm. uh pure of stis yes. uh, and other sexually transmitted uh diseases infections and whatnots so that's that's the direction that i went in it that looking is at, a good kind of purity to have yes i know right <laughs> <laughs> yes. so looking at chastity which i do think of all of these for me was the most difficult mm-hmm. that's the direction i went let's let's be careful and conscious of our intakes in in foreign bodies <laughs> there's a joke there mm-hmm. but then also to make sure that we are we stay clean and healthy so that we can enjoy our lifestyle experience fair enough yeah yeah do you have anything else you want to add for chastity? No, no, I think that's, that about covers it. So then let's move on to the next one, mm-hmm. temperance. All right, and what do you have for that? Temperance was another one that was hard for me, so just bear with me on this. <laughs> I looked at it for as the um, equimin- equanimity, mm-hmm. easy for me, equanimity. You had it right. I did, I know, but I feel like I should be able to say this. I need a couple more glasses of wine. Uh, equanimity or that state of psychological balance and stability, being okay. being balanced. For me, that means headspace and not playing, having the, the presence of mind to not play when I'm not in a good headspace. Mm-hmm. So looking at it in a moderation or self-restraint sort of way so that I need to hold myself back and not do something just because say even I know we always have that take one don't we don't take one for the team but that's even I guess that's part of this is yeah it's difficult to not do that it's difficult to see you have a good time and me thinking I'm going to start pumping the brakes so that's why for for us we tend to talk about it well ahead of time mm-hmm that I'm not in the headspace to play tonight or I just want to play with you tonight. And admittedly, that that might change, but sometimes it doesn't. So having that, I guess, presence of mind to say, 
let's I don't I don't want to play tonight because I don't want to do something bad for me just because I'm trying to do something good for someone else. Yeah, that's interesting too because we we have said before many a time is that before we before we go out and it's a something that we commonly suggest to other people, especially new people in the lifestyle, is to talk to your partner before you go out, whether it be on a date or to a club or whatever the case may be, but talk to your partner about what your expectations for that night are. Because even though we're a full swap couple, that doesn't mean that every time we go out, we want to full swap. Right. It doesn't mean even that every time we go out, we want to play with other people. And that level of play can change. And so it is good to, to talk to your partner before you go out and just, it doesn't have to be a, you know, sit down, long conversation, but just to click, hey, what are you looking for tonight? Or what are you interested in? Uh, and for us, especially being bisexual, it can be, I'm more interested in, in the ladies at the moment, or I'm more interested in the men and, you know, which, again, what is it as a couple that we're looking for? So I think you're, you're spot on there and being in the same page and, and making sure that you're both in the headspace for whatever it is that you agree you're going to do that night. Right. And I think it's important what you just said was that just because you're full swap now is just like consent. Just because it, you're, you're full swap or consenting now does not mean that in the future you're going to be full swap and or consenting to something. Mm-hmm. That's fluid. It can change. Mm-hmm. And that's very common for us is for let's just do soft swapping today or let's not swap at all or let's go balls to the wall and full and, <laughs> and double full swap you know it's just different yeah so yeah that's so that's where i took temperance okay which i like temperance and i like i love it as a name i mm-hmm. think it's such a pretty name but that's mm-hmm. a diff- different story <laughs> so if your name's temperance mm-hmm. no okay so for me i temperance kind of built a little bit off of the the previous one but Basically, I was looking at it in more of the the self-control, composure, calmness, that kind of realm. So that was the idea that I had going into this. And again, I said, you know, don't feel that you have to play with or have a relationship with everybody that you meet in the lifestyle. And it, it may you may feel like it because you may feel time poor and think, oh, I'm, I'm here, I need to do whatever. But and it, it may take you a while to find a good fit. You know, you may go on, it's, it's like finding a, like, your primary partner. That probably didn't happen super easy or super fast. You, know, you may go on a lot of dates with other couples. Now, granted, it's not the same because you're not building a life with them necessarily, but it still may take time to find a play couple that you really get along with and that you like and you have similar play styles and that you may want a longer relationship with if that's what you're looking for in the lifestyle. Some people don't. They want just something good temporarily and that's fine. But if you're at a club or on a pub crawl or some other group meetup, and there's a couple that you're interested in, and this has happened to us. There's a couple that we're interested in, but they're talking to another couple or engaged with someone else. We've been at the club before where there's a group of people, and, and we might be interested in one couple, but it's a very closed group. And if you look at the body language, you can see that it's a very closed group. And so while we want to, to go up and and kind of interject and introduce ourselves and, and have conversation with those people, it still have to be cognizant of the fact that they're they're in a closed group and, and they, you know, going in there is probably not going to look great for us and it's going to interrupt the vibe of what's going on and it may impact everyone in that circle's evening and make, be, make them have less of a fun time. Right. And so if it's an open group, then absolutely feel free to, to approach and make a move. But I think it's it's good to just be aware of what's going on and have that self-control to kind of read the situation and, and say, is this something that I should pursue at this moment? Or maybe give it time. Wait until they go to get a drink or wait until things kind of progress and move along and see where everybody ends up. I think the word of the day so far is balance. You're looking for that balance of of both time and, and discussion and, and that's what you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you want to be include if you're in a, a group like that, you want to be inclusive. And I know we do it a lot. We try to bring other people in because you do. You want everyone to have a good time and you want to be inclusive. But there are times that we're very happy with the foursome, sixsome, whatever that we've got going on. And somebody else may come in and really kind of change that vibe. And if you're happy with it, and, you know, we've often said that, you know, no, we really don't want to play with you tonight. Don't take it super personally if somebody says that, because it's it's just what experience are they looking for at that time? And that doesn't mean that they may never, ever want to play with you. It just may be at that point in time. And if that happens, just say thank you and walk away. Don't throw a hissy fit and <laughs> don't get your feelings hurt, you right. know, 
Because we've had that before, even with people that we've played with, is that, you know, maybe we we don't feel like or they don't feel like playing with us every single time we see them. And then that's completely acceptable. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you said something that sparked me and I'm trying to remember what it was because I thought, oh, that's a good point. But now... I can't I don't remember. remember what the point was. No. <laughs> it wasn't that good of a point then. <laughs> oh, thanks a lot. I uh, should have written a note on it. Mm. I still, I, I think you're right though. The, the word is balance. And, yeah. and so just don't be put off, put out. Right. If somebody doesn't want to play with you this time or if they don't want to talk to you. Oh, I know what it was. I know what I wanted to say, to, say about that. You had said open and closed groups. Yes. Uh, anyone out there who is curious as to the a quick way to determine if a group is open or closed is if everybody's standing talking to one another look at their feet if everybody's feet are pointed at or towards the center of the circle that they're standing in that means that the group is mostly closed if somebody's feet are pointed open or if you've got a an opening in that circle where somebody is their feet are pointing outside of the circle mm-hmm. not towards the center then that's a mostly open group so open groups are much more accepting of newcomers mm-hmm. and also you can pay attention to people's eyes and are they constantly looking around outside of the group what else is going on who else is around or are they really zeroed in and focused on what's going on in the group and so yeah. you can kind of you know, take a look around and, and see where people's attention is yeah. as well. And feet and shoulders are much mm-hmm. alike. Mm-hmm. So where your shoulders are pointing is where your attention's going to. So if your shoulders are pointed towards mostly the center of the group or the center of the circle, then it's a closed group. Yep. Body language 101. Okay. Any more on temperance? No. Coolio. Let's move on to charity. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Charity. Charity. I don't uh-huh. know. I just felt like I should sing charity. What do you have for charity? So I had a really hard time with this one because okay. it goes in, to me, it kind of feeds hand in hand with kindness and I don't know, a lot of them intertwine and they do. go they're, together. They're like a bunch of Venn diagrams of, yeah. of niceness and awesomeness. Yeah. So the only thing I really had for charity was to be giving of your time and your energy when you're establishing and maintaining relationships in the lifestyle, because it does take a lot of work and it does take a lot of time. And especially, you know, the more that you want out of it, the more you're going to have to put into it. So be willing to to do that. And I went headspace on this one as well to be aware of what headspace your partners are in. And this isn't just primary partner, but also your other play partners. So be aware of what headspaces that they're in and provide help if needed, if they need it. Because we all go through things in life outside of the swinging community. And it may be that they need a little bit of support or they just need somebody to talk to or just maybe have a cuddle. It may not be, I need a play date, but I need just some cuddle time. Yeah. So, I, yeah, that's kind of where I went with that was just to, to be aware of what's going on and be willing to give of yourself and your time and your energy within the community because we do want to be supportive of one another and, and build this into a good, strong community. Yeah, no, I think that's great. So for me, I said with charity, the the main point here is give more than you get. Yeah. So more of yourself, give as much of yourself as you can without giving too much of yourself. But so mostly of time. So and mm-hmm. and one example would be oral sex. You know, <laughs> go down on people, stay going down on people, and enjoy it, and and let them enjoy it. Yeah. So you know, one thing that we found is that people who you make feel good want to spend more time around you. And one of the ways you make people feel good is by being charitable with mm-hmm. like what you said with your free time not necessarily sexual time but mm-hmm. with your with your time with your emotions with your compassion with your jokes but be freely giving of all of those things ultimately in my mind you want to leave people better than you found them mm-hmm. so don't be a succubus or an incubus and and just prey on them in a sexual way to get something out of it you want to be able to give something to them so that they when they leave you they're thinking, oh, well, that was a wonderful experience, or that was a nice mm-hmm. person. I want to do it again. So that would that's kind of where I went with that. Ultimately, I think that people in general are investments. Mm-hmm. And you invest, again, your time, your your effort, your kindness, your love, whatever. And, and that incubates. And, and at some point, you will want or need to draw back on that. You might need those cuddles sometime or the emotional support or the physical support. Hey, mm-hmm. can you help me move? You know, little things like that. And, and you get to draw that investment out. Uh, and hopefully you've got interest on it as well. I am in full support 
of giving of oral sex. Okay. <laughs> because <laughs> all of that, and that's what you can stick to. Well done, babe. <laughs> I love to give oral sex. I also love to receive it. But a lot of people do see, and, and I don't know if it's um, just what they've been taught or have learned from porn or what, but a, a lot of people do see oral sex as a precursor to penis and vagina sex. Yeah. And, oh, we have to do this, and then we can move on to what I really, really want. <laughs> exactly. But there's times where we'll have oral sex maybe exclusively with a couple, depending on the play session, yeah. or for a very long time before we ever get to any kind of penetrative sex. And it, that's fun. It's, I agree. I love that tease, that draw out, and just and there's so much you can do with it. And it's, yeah, I just well, love it. There's many times you and I, our sex mm-hmm. looks just, it's just oral sex. Yeah. And I would say that's probably a th- quarter to a third of the time that we have sex. It's just oral yeah. play. I, yeah, I think it is. It's extremely fulfilling. Mm-hmm. It's for both of us. Neither one of us gets tired out. Neither one of us, no. you know, once you're done, it's not done kind of thing. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's, I love, I yeah. love oral sex. Yeah. So, so be generous with your oral sex people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Remember, it's an investment. Okay. So in line with charity, uh-huh. uh, we've been asked to, to run a quick spot for the the oh, desire yes. takeover. So because we are charitable people, uh-huh. we, we <laughs> are going to make the wonderful folks at home listen to uh, somebody else for a second. Mm-hmm. So listen up. Life on the Swing Set is heading to paradise for the seventh time. And once again, we're taking over Desire Resort Riviera Maya in Cancun, Mexico. With this year's hosts, me, Cooper, Ginger, Dylan, J.V. and Shara from Ending the Sexual Dark Age, and author, podcaster, and feminist porn filmmaker Tristan Taramino, our takeover allows us to mold the resort in our geeky, sexy, and inclusive image with orgies, classes about pegging, flogging, and fisting, theme nights, a full dungeon night, naked karaoke, mutual masturbation, and massages. From November 3rd through the 10th, 2018, this beautiful, all-inclusive resort will be full of sexy swing setters from every letter in the LGBTQA spectrum. Holly, swingers, nudists, kinksters, doms, subs, and those who are just curious about what a week at a sexy resort offers. We take all the best of the swing set, our values, our experience, our co-hosts, our community, and we bring it all together with the best resort staff on earth to create a queer, kink, and poly-friendly, consent-aware, and sexy-as-hell experience for everyone who joins us. To come with us on our Swing Set Takes Desire 2018 trip and hear us podcast about our previous trips, head over to ssdesire.com. We'll be there to welcome you home. I hope you were listening, and I hope that you'll come join us. Yes. Because we're going to be there for the Life on the Swing Set Takeover at Desire in November of this year, the first week, 3rd through the 10th, and it is going to be so much fun. I'm so excited. I know. I know. That's Yeah. And the official list of themes and parties and stuff came out, and it's, it's so much fun. Yeah, yeah. It, the official themes did change a bit from the originals. From what we had seen, which from maybe what, what seen, we saw was last probably year's last potentially. Year, but that's okay because yeah. there's a couple of them that have popped up that I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. going to be epic. Yeah, we're gonna, it's going to be so much fun. And, and we already know a few couples that are going to be there, and it, I'm super excited to spend time with everybody that week. And yes. it's, it's going to be action-packed. I'm stoked. I'm yeah. stoked, yeah. Cool. All right. So. All right. Moving on with move, this, moving the on seven with virtues. The seven virtues. <laughs> uh, the next one up is diligence. Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I thought this one was hard. I mean, I, I, I can apply it to, to a relationship pretty easily, I guess. But still, I think it's difficult. So for me, it's a belief that that the work is good, that what you're that the effort that you're putting into it has value in itself. I think that goes hand in hand with charity. So being focused, doing what you're doing for your partner, not necessarily doing it for yourself. So you're being diligent and and making sure that they have everything that they need, 
mm-hmm. both from the communication and most importantly consent side, that they're getting, that they're having a good experience, that it's not just about you, that it's kind of a, it is a team thing. And when I say your partner, I mean your primary partner, mm-hmm. especially, but even your, your secondary, whoever you're you know having sex with or hooking up with right now. But it's, it's just very important to be cognizant of the world around you and make sure that once again, you are not taking more than your fair share of of the experience, or of anybody in the experience. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you go in a different direction, or did not you... too much? Okay, I mean a, a little bit, but not too much, because I was thinking of it more in of diligence hand in hand with persistence. Mm-hmm. So swinging adds a whole other relationship dynamic to our lives. Because we have our primary partners, we've got our families and our friends, and, and these, these relationships that we make in the lifestyle, it's just a whole other dynamic. It's, it's different than all of the others. It may combine some of the others in different ways, but it is different. And it does take a lot of effort and a lot of persistence to find other couples in whom we're interested, to set up the dates and the meets, and you know, just to kind of keep everything going. And to keep conversation going and to keep the flirtation going between us and other couples and other people. And I know that once we click with a, another couple or a single person and we want to see them more frequently, it takes a lot of attentiveness to keep that momentum and to keep things moving forward, especially given schedules. And if there's kids involved, that can get infinitely more complicated, especially if you both have kids, <laughs> <laughs> if both couples have kids. And so it, it can take, it may be that there's a bit of time in between play sessions and sometimes it can be a couple of months, you know, for some people. And and so it, it does take a lot of attentiveness to, to keep that mo- moving and to keep the flirtation going and to keep everyone interested. And if, you know, if you can do that with messages, check-ins, we do a lot of kick messages with people, a lot of group chats, and that works really well. It's a good way to keep everyone involved, even if they're busy in whatever their life is, they can still come back to it whenever they have a chance. And if you do put the work into it, and if you are persistent with your relationships and with putting the, the effort into it, it does pay off in dividends. But it takes effort on everyone's part. And it, again, like any relationship, it can't be one-sided. Everyone has to kind of put into it. Yeah, no, I think you're spot on. And then another thing just to add to what you're saying is sites like uh, Red Hot Pie mm-hmm. or, or Cassidy, you have to be diligent about checking those as well. It's not something that you look at you know, once every two weeks, mm-hmm. if you if you want it to really pay out, you have to check on it every other daily, or or daily if you can, mm-hmm. and and really put in that time and, and effort. It's I always look at swinging as it is a lifestyle, but it's also kind of like a hobby. Mm-hmm. It should be something that you want to spend your time doing, and for us, it definitely is. I love getting on Red Hot Pie or Cassidy and looking at the forums. And, um, you know, just trying to make sure that I'm staying active in, in you know, actively active in the community. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I, I think you're spot on. And then what you said about the kick messages and communication. It's, again, we've said it before. Communication. 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 I mean, it's a new <laughs> word. It's like a swinging communication. Uh, communication, communication, communication. Just Putting, again, putting yourself out there, and, and that I think that goes along with the charity, is you're putting your time out there. You're putting something out there. You're, this is an investment, and you're going to get dividends back. Don't just, you know, you don't just go to the bank and get money. I was going to say, but you do. It's called a loan, but then you have to pay it back with interest, and I don't like that. It gets expensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do an investment, not a loan. Damn it, Bradford. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Next up, which I think, again, hand in hand with diligence, is patience, Mm -hmm. which I also think is a good name. It's funny that, so as a sort of a side rant here, when you look at the seven virtues, two of them are names, but you really can't have name, or actually, chastity is a name, and I've heard of charity as a name. Mm So, holy shit, four of them are names. But you don't hear a lot of people named after the seven deadly sins. You've never met a gluttony? <laughs> I did go to school with a sloth once. <laughs> we'll start introducing ourselves as lust and, and envy. Okay. Um, patience. Mm-hmm. What do you have for patience? 
Patience. Do you have any patience? Have you lost your patience? No, Am I I have, causing you to lose your patience? I have patience. Do you think the people at home will have patience if we just sit here in silence? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Jokes aside. Mm-hmm. Patience. Can you be patient and let me say my little bit? No, but if you put on your sexy nurse's costume, I'll be as patient as you want me to be. <laughs> <laughs> Patience is is really important in the swinging world. It can it takes a lot of time for things to happen. Yeah, you know, what we were just saying about meeting up with people and also meeting the right people because, like I said earlier, you may go on a lot of dates and meet a lot of people at the club before you meet somebody that you really click with and that you want to foster a relationship with. And if you try to rush the process, you may end up in a less than ideal position. And it may be fine if you just want to have a little bit of fun tonight or whatever, but a lot of people, it seems anyway, want to have at least a, some kind of persistent relationship. And it doesn't have to be a persistent relationship with everyone that they play with. But, you know, it's, it's nice to have that friend couple that's like pants on, pants off, kind of you know, can kind of go back and forth depending on the situation. And so you want to make sure that if you're looking for something like that, that you're looking for the right people to do that with because you want it to be beneficial for everybody and, and you want everyone to have a good time. So it's just be patient in that process and, you know, like I said earlier, don't don't rush it and don't get into a relationship with someone just to be in a relationship with someone because that's not, not healthy for any of us. And also we may not get along 100% with everybody that we meet like any place in life, you're not always going to get along with everybody that you meet. Unacceptable. <laughs> so it's good to be aware when that situation, that kind of situation presents itself and try to have a plan or develop a plan on the spot to, to deal with it. So if you're at a club and, and something you know seems less than ideal, move to a different room. If you're on a date, end it. You want to be tolerant of people, but you also don't want to, like, if you're really put off by something or someone, then remove yourself from the situation. You're not going to get along with everybody that you meet. And if something like that does happen, don't get super frustrated and upset because that's going to exacerbate the situation. Then I was also looking at it, patience in a bit of the forgiveness kind of point of view. And I would say that forgiveness is just as important in the lifestyle as out of it because we do have very complex relationships within the lifestyle. You've got, oftentimes there are two or more individual couples with their own dynamics, and then you have the complex relationships between all of the couples, and somebody at some point or another is bound to piss somebody off. There's going to be a situation, people, somebody's going to get angry about something or feel hurt about something, and if you have a long-term swinging relationship and there's a dynamic there, then then there is going to be a tiff or disagreement at some point, and I think it's important to have forgiveness in these situations, and it might take time to work through whatever the situation is, but ultimately keep in mind how important that relationship and that friendship is to you and what it means to you and evaluate if you're willing to toss it to the side over potentially as very small disagreement. You know, it may be something bigger, but oftentimes, you know how it is, we always get into arguments and it's always some, not always, but often very small, minor, meaningless in the end. So kind of take a moment, like we always say, take a a bit of a break, take a breather and evaluate, you know, whether you really, really need to be upset about that or not. 
And if you do decide, if you have a, a swinging relationship and partnership with another couple and something happens along the way and you do decide that, you know what, we're, this isn't, this isn't good for any of us anymore. We want to move on. Um, I think it's really important to be, to be compassionate and make sure that you end things. There will be hurt feelings, of course, but try to end things in as positive a way as possible because in most places, the swinging community is not a large community True. and it's likely that you will run into them again at some other function in the future. Future. And and so you you know just just try to whatever happened forgive them move on if you're not going to continue the relationship then that's fine if you are then great but always try to keep things as positive as as possible because like I said we're not huge communities in most locations and in some places it's very very tiny and so you want to make sure just not to burn all your bridges. I and, think I think you can sum that up with don't be a cunt. Yeah yeah don't be a cunt basically yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of personality types out there and we all, we have to accept everybody for who they are and some you're going to want to spend more time with than others. And I'm also going to make a point that uh, Dan Savage has made multiple times and I've always respected this point, which is if you have a lot of problems with a lot of different people, mm-hmm. there's one link between all of those relationships and that might be you. So I'm not saying it's always you, but if, if everybody's breaking up with you or everybody's treating you um, in a way that you don't think is fair Look in on yourself before you look outwardly, because if it happens over and over and over again, there's one commonality, and it might be you. Fair enough. Sorry, but I, I, no. I digress. Go no, ahead. That, that's all I had with patience and then a bit down towards forgiveness. So, so for me, I went in a completely different... Oh, of course you did. <laughs> well, it's kind of funny because I didn't expect that, but I did. So the patience I went with was basically be patient with yourself and patient with your partners. Mm. And the way I'm looking at that as from a performance anxiety mm. kind of place. So as someone who has experienced performance anxiety with with other people, what I want to feel is not that I'm that it's not that it's you because it's mm. I know it's me and I know that the problem is me. So for myself, my advice is be patient and just. Don't freak out about it. It's not as big a deal as you think it is, mm-hmm. which I know is easy to say, easier to say than to, to, to do. But even if you know it and, and you have said it to yourself, that helps move things forward. It might not solve the problem, but it does definitely help move things forward. And probably helps you to be in a, a better mental state yeah. for the rest of the, the session, play session, evening, whatever. And I think it's important, like we've said before, that sex doesn't always have to be penis and vagina. It can be tongue in vagina or tongue in many other places. But, you know, it, it is one of those things that you you still be patient with yourself. On top of that, if, you're, uh, if your partner is experienced or experiencing some sort of performance anxiety, be patient with them as well. So don't don't try to f- force it. Mm-hmm. And I've had uh, partners say to me things like, they're, they're trying to do the dirty talk and the being really sexy. That really just puts more pressure on me because I know they're trying to turn up their sex appeal in order to get some sort of physical response out of me. I'm not going to be able to, you know, at that point, at that moment, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to give them what they want so it's, it's a, I'm putting, there's a lot more pressure on me as they're feeling they're upping the pressure and the, or they're, you know, trying to be, it's just, it's a back and forth of, of awkwardness and uncomfortability. So my advice is just sort of enjoy it, take it slow and, and take your time and don't feel pressured, uh, to, to move things mm-hmm. to PIV sex. Enjoy the oral sex, people. Mm. That's the point. Um, but yes, that's... So I like another point that you had when you're talking about patience with your partner is if you're thinking about swinging, if you're not yet in the lifestyle and you're wanting to do this and you've brought it up to your partner, you've mentioned it to them, give them time to think about it, give them t- time to digest it. Be patient with them because like we always say, this is probably something you've been thinking about for a long time. And they may need time to get used to the idea, to think about how they feel. How does this affect you as a couple? And you want to make sure that as you're moving into this, that that you're both on the same page and you're not rushing things along. And I think that applies even during 
once you're in the lifestyle and you're looking at different kinds of play or different scenarios, maybe you start out meeting people online and then you want to go to a club. And your partner may or may not be fully on board with that right away. If they're not, then give them time to think about it. Talk about it together. You know, use that as a bit of fantasy play and say, ooh, I think it would be really hot if we were there and somebody did this or da-da-da. And just bring that into the bedroom a bit to kind of open that up if, if that helps. And But again, just give them time to get used to the idea. And if you always have, maybe you're a soft swap couple and you want to move into full swap and you're, you're discussing this with your partner. You know, once you decide that you want to do something or you want to try something new, it doesn't mean that you have to jump in immediately with both feet and do it. You can you can take your time and, and discuss it and work through it together and make sure that you're both comfortable with it before you move forward. I think it's a great point. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're going to move on now to kindness. Yes, on to kindness. So for me... This, <laughs> the, the notes I had for myself were things like be pleasant, have concern and consideration for others. Ultimately, you draw more flies with honey than you do with vinegar mm-hmm. or, um, or red wine than you do with anything else. If by what's sitting on my glass right here is, is these little fruit flies. I hate them. So kindness. Be the person that you want to be around. I think is is advice that that we all can sort of live by. Yeah. It's important to 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 be fun and be enjoyable. And we've said it before: when the people who are at the club who have the most people around them are not the ones that are sitting by themselves, frowning. <laughs> Smile, people. Ultimately, the whole world. And I used to do this when I traveled a lot. The whole world is a mirror. When when I would travel through airports, I would do these little social experiments with myself and, and my unwitting fellow travelers, which is make eye contact. And I, I challenge anyone out there listening to try this. When you're walking around a group of people, make eye, t- eye contact and smile. Not the creepy serial killer, I want to wear your skin <laughs> smile, but a genuine happy smile. They'll smile back. People smile back when you smile. Or just scowl at them. And if you scowl at them, they're going to scowl at you. When you're in a swingers club or when you're on a date or you're with your partner, smile. I guess it's be yourself, of course, but try to put on that best face. Unfortunately, the world is we judge books by their covers and our covers tend to be our body language. Mm-hmm. So it's important to when you're trying to meet people and, and for sexy times that you, you put on the best cover that you can. And you do those nice things, things like, you know, maybe the first round of drinks are on you or when you get up at a swingers club where it's BYO and you go to get a drink, ask the group if they if anybody would like anything. So it's just little things like that uh, that I think can really benefit. It's the those are it's not necessarily the cake, but it's definitely the icing on the cake. And you want it to be as as approachable and delicious as possible. So that's the way I went with kindness. It's interesting. Which is be fucking kind. Yeah. Just be a good person. (laughs) Rewind. It's interesting that you say to smile so much because ultimately smiling takes fewer muscles than than frowning. Is that true? Because I always, I've heard that before, but that sounds just just you know what? It doesn't matter. It sounds urban. Just enough. believe it. You're a nicer <laughs> person if you smile. Just do it. I like that even better. It's like I don't care. Just shut up and fucking smile. <laughs> Fair enough. You you feel better. You're happier. You're in a more positive mood if you do. The people around you are in a better mood. It's just it's that rolling effect. And even it doesn't have to be like a big goofy grin. It can just be slightly upturned corners of your mouth. Yes. It's you know just relax your cheeks. Let them go. Have a smile. It's all good. Let it go. <laughs> don't be it... frowny face out there. We don't. No, that. and that's true. Don't be a, yeah. Don't be a sourpuss. <laughs> People don't want to be around you if you are spreading yeah. negativity. Hmm. I know. I've spread negativity before, <laughs> and people didn't want to be around me. <laughs> people like happy mm-hmm. people. They want you know. They want you to smile and mm-hmm. and be happy. It's contagious. Yeah. We meet so many people in this lifestyle, and and I would say that most are. are positive, interesting people. Not very few are really, truly negative people. Most are pretty positive. But if you meet somebody that you're 
not necessarily interested in having a sexual relationship with, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be kind to them. Because it's good to have those unfiltered friendships in the lifestyle just as much as play partners. Agreed. It's nice to have people that you can have sexy conversation with, you can flirt with. You may never ever want to play with them, but it is just good to have those those friends. You know, just because you define yourself as a swinger or you go to a swingers club, again, doesn't mean that you need to play with everybody there. It can be nice just to have friends that are in the lifestyle as well that you don't have to, to filter your conversations with. And you can really kind of let go and just be who you are. You know, a little bit of courtesy and goodwill goes a long way. Like you were saying, if you're getting a round of drinks, even if it's BYO, just offer to get drinks for everybody. Like, hey, is anybody else empty? Do you need something? Anything like that. And we do find that there's a lot of, of goodness and tolerance in the community. But overall, like we've said a million times, if you put off a positive vibe and you're content with, with who you are and what's going on, then others will be drawn to you. There is a lot of positivity, but it can always be better. Sure. And, you know, going Very back true. to BYO, and I'm going to use OSS as a, well, look at all the TLAs, um, as, a, <laughs> as an example. But you know, if you're going to get more drinks, take the empty glasses back. Yeah. Try to help the staff. They'll remember that. I worked the bar on Friday night, and yeah. the people who would bring back their glasses, I was like, oh, you are wonderful people. And the people who would just throw the dirty glasses sort of at me, yeah. I'm like, I don't like you. <laughs> it's interesting because I do that at a regular bar. If Throw I'm glasses going, at people? No. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I take the, the empties back with me. If I'm going up to get another glass of wine or to get another drink or whatever, if there's empties on the table, I'll take them up to the bar and leave them there and then get yeah. my next drink. But it's somebody's going to have to carry it back. And sure, there's wait staff there and whatever, but, but just be nice. And if you're walking that way already, you might as well take it with you. Yeah. Why have empty hands? I agree a million percent. Let's move on to the last one. Number seven, Mm -hmm. humility. Mm -hmm. You can start this one. You want me to start this one? I started the last one and we had a big fight over the last one. (laughs) Wow. Such a big fight. (laughs) (laughs) So I... I cried. No, you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) On the inside, I did. Wait, is pre-cum crying? That's a type of tear, right? Well, somebody's well, crying down there. <laughs> oh, well, on the humility. <laughs> uh, so for this one, I my, I simply said that it's good not to be arrogant and that demureness can be wickedly sexy. Oh my God, can it? Uh-huh. Again, finding that balance of, of modesty. You want to be confident, but you don't want to be arrogant. And and at the same time, you know, you, you want to have that modesty. Like I said, demureness can be so wickedly sexy. But you have to be careful not to be passive and miss out on opportunities just because you're too shy to ask for what you want. Or you may not respond to flirting cues from others. You know, you may see them. Hopefully you pick up on them. I'm, I can be very ignorant in those ways a lot of times. But at the same time, if you see them and you're like, oh, look, they're interested in me. But then you're like all nervous and whatever. And then you don't act on it then you've, you've missed an opportunity. So it's, it's kind of, again, finding that balance of you don't want to be too aggressive, but you also don't want to be so shy and passive that you're going to miss, up, miss out on something. And it may take time to work up your courage and, and talk to somebody or to put yourself out there, and, and that's completely fine. But if everybody just kind of sits back and is a wallflower, then nothing ever happens and nobody gets the party started. No, if everyone's a wallflower, nothing ever grows. <laughs> Except out of the wall. Well, you never get to properly sow your seed. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Where are my wild oats? I need to sow my wild oats. Honey, where did I put my wild oats? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you're, you make a very good point. I, I laugh and joke, but <laughs> I do appreciate your point. <laughs> Uh, so, so what does humility mean to you? For me, it's low <laughs> self-regard. So pushing yourself down, not in a negative way, but in a let's not, again, it goes back to charity and diligence and patience and kindness. It's for me, humility is sort of all of those put together. And what that means is you put others first. You are important, but in the swinging lifestyle, you're, you're part of a team, especially if you've got a partner, if you're a single, then you're still extremely important, but you want to make sure that you make others feel important as well. And I think you touched on it with the confidence, not uh, arrogance. And I had in my notes, confidence, not cocky. 
And I think a, a lot of people have trouble with that differentiation between confidence and arrogance. And I think I've always had trouble. If you ask me to describe it, how do you describe that? And what, mm-hmm. what's the best way to describe it? And I'll say this, the five years that we spent in the swinging lifestyle, meeting many confident men mm-hmm. and meeting or, or women or meeting many confident or arrogant men or women, I think I've distilled it down to confident people, when they walk into the room, they feed the room. So the room lights up and, and they, they spread this confidence and this positivity from them. Whereas arrogant people or cocky people, when they walk in, they feed from the room. Mm-hmm. So they are more, rather than being a, a star that comes into the, into the room, they're more of a black hole and they, they suck the, the energy into themselves because that's what they're feeding on. So I would look at this as, as a confident person is a, is a sprite, a wood sprite, whereas an <laughs> arrogant person is a succubus or an incubus, you know, using those words again. Mm-hmm. But it, it is. It's, it's all about feeding other people and, and helping other people and making the world better for someone other than yourself. I think that for me is, you know, kind of going back and looking at all of these virtues that all of them can apply to leaving the world a better place than you found it mm-hmm. and and making sure that everyone else's experiences are positive you have you the royal you everybody listening we all we all yeah Fair enough. We all have such an obligation and we forget how much power we have over everyone else's experiences. And this doesn't necessarily have to be at the swingers club. This can be at the gas station, the grocery store, at school, on the bus. Mm-hmm. It's We have such an impact on the world around us and, and on the world's experience, people's experiences. And I think it's so important for us to, to give out more positivity than, than we take in. Take in a lot of positivity. Yeah. Take in 100% positivity, yeah. but then also give out 110%. Uh, be a mirror of, 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 good, of goodwill and good fortune. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll be a happier person. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be a cunt. Don't be a cunt. So looking back at these seven, mm-hmm. for you, what's the one that in our relationship, in our swinging lifestyle and what we do, what's the most important one for you, I should have known you were going to ask this. You should have. Last I did week, it last and I week. didn't even think about it at yeah, the time. <laughs> see, son of a. <laughs> I'm a slow learner. It's Damn it, fine. woman! <laughs> um, Next time, I'll warn you at the beginning. Oh, BTW. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I think for me, I would say that I'm I'm pretty good at charity because we generally tried to to give out a lot of positivity and to help people when we can. Um, some of that's just depending situational and whatever, but we do try to, to help people as much as we can. And we try to give our time to others and, and we try to provide support as much as possible. Sometimes we run ourselves a bit thin, but we do try to. So I would say that, that that's something that I'm pretty good at. I would say we as a couple are pretty good at. The one that I probably need to work on the most and I've tried to be a little better of late, per se, is is chastity. Because sometimes, especially at the club, it's fun to, to play with people. And there are nights where there's interesting people and whatever, and you're like, yeah, I want to do this. And then there's other nights where you're, you know, especially, I'm not going to say that you're not interested in people, but it could be a lot of times what happens is that I or we may be playing with somebody, and then somebody else comes up and wants to join in. Yeah. And... Sometimes I'm like, I'm not really, it's not necessarily that I'm not interested in them, but it may be somebody that I haven't talked to at all because I didn't, you know, we like to talk to people and, and know that we like the people before we play with them. And it may be somebody that perhaps we saw downstairs in the lounge area. Maybe we didn't, depending on when they came in, but we haven't had any interactions with them. And so I'm always a little bit kind of, you know, we'll often invite them in and they'll, they'll can join the play group and the play session and what's going on. But I, there are times where it's kind of like not hundred percent comfortable with that. And so I've gotten better about if, if somebody tries to do that or whatever, just saying that, you know, maybe not right now. Um, so I, I'm getting a little bit better with that is that, you know, just because you're here and you want to join in doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to be the best thing for myself and who I'm playing with. 
So I think that's something I do still need to work on uh, because I want, again, I want to be inclusive, but if it kind of tempers my experience and maybe the other person's, then I don't want to do that. So again, it's finding that balance and most people are pretty good if you say no. Yeah. Did you say you want to be exclusive? I think you meant inclusive. You wanted, okay, I, I think said, I said inclusive. Well, you meant inclusive. Yeah, I know you meant inclusive, but that just might be my ears are broken. I'm pretty sure I, said, I meant inclusive. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me. For me, uh, what I think we're really good at, and I think me specifically, I'm very good at, is diligence. Yeah. I like, like I said, I like dealing with the websites. I like dealing with people, and I like sort of sending messages and keeping relationships going. Mm-hmm. I like spending that my time You're very good doing at that. that. And I enjoy it. Yeah. I like building relationships. And I think that for me, the diligence there is, is obvious. And I, and I really enjoy it. On the s- same problem, the problem side, patience is my issue. I still, mm-hmm. I have, I lose patience with myself immediately. With other people, I have patience for days. But with myself, I immediately lose patience. And it's, I find it's very frustrating even things, like I said, about performance anxiety and knowing that it's not terribly important. It's easy to say that for me, but to, to live it and, and to really uh, live by what I said is a lot more difficult. Mm-hmm. So I think that I need to really work on my patience yeah. with me. Not with other people, but with me. <laughs> maybe with other people, <laughs> but mo- mostly, mostly with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to add? No, I think we've covered everything so far. Cool. Awesome. Virtues. So those are our seven virtues, mm-hmm. or those are the seven virtues and the way we interpret them mm-hmm. towards the swingy lifestyle. Uh, I think that uh, the whole podcast can be summarized into two phrases. One, remember balance in your life mm-hmm. uh, of, of, of your time, others' times, and your partner's times, you know, making sure that all of those stay balanced. And experiences as well. Yep. Balance of, of the experiences. Yep. Um, and I think we should close with the phrase, don't be a cunt. Yeah. Yeah. That's a virtuous thing to mm-hmm. be, to mm-hmm. not be. It's virtuous to not be a cunt. (laughs) There you go. I love it. Yeah, just Uh, be a good person, be positive, and spread that to the world. What I love is our American listeners, every time we say that word, they cringe. Uh I can just feel it because it's just, it makes me happy. And our Aussie bloke friends are like, oh, yeah, good job. I'm pretty sure they're going to berate you about that accent, though, there. I wasn't trying to be the... That wasn't... I wasn't trying to pull an Australian accent. That, okay. But they do say oi. They do say oi. And then they also which, say, Which I yeah, actually quite like. Good job. <laughs> That's oftentimes they'll say oi, cunt. <laughs> anyway. So if you have opinions, and I'm sure you do, on how we delivered the last week's seven deadly sins and this week's seven virtuous virtues. <laughs> what are the seven virtues? Anyway, the seven virtues. It's the seven contrary virtues because they're contrary to the seven sins. Fair enough, but you're being kind of contrary right now. I know. <laughs> Someone's in for a smacked bottom. Yay. <laughs> Please uh, reach out to us, email us. We we love to hear from you. And uh, yeah, you can email us. We are the atoms of love at gmail.com. Or you can message us through the Facebook app, which we've gotten a few, fa- or, or through the Facebook site. Uh, we've gotten a few messages recently. Mm-hmm. And we, we try to get as back to you as quickly as possible. But we are at By the By Podcast on Twitter. We've gotten tons of messages, which we love at by the by podcast and on instagram we've gotten a few messages that people are finally like oh look he knows he's learned how to respond to messages <laughs> i have learned how to respond to messages i can't start messages yet but i've learned how to respond to them on instagram at mm-hmm. by the by podcast and i'm trying to be better about our insta account um if you are not on twitter but are on instagram we recently on twitter did 30 days of lingerie uh-huh. i am going to attempt to do next month 30 days of lingerie again. I will be reusing pictures that we used on Twitter, but I thought, you know, let's give this a go. I can do 30 days of lingerie on, on Instagram. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So I wasn't, cause we did 30 days of lingerie last month, but now this month we're doing 31 days of mandarin. Right. Which means I have to find another month that has uh-huh. 31 days and then I will do those again on July. Twitter. Sure. Is July 31 days? Yeah. 30 days, half September, June, July. No. 
and November. <laughs> I don't remember the rhyme. Yes, it's 31. July is 31. All right, so there you go. I do the knuckle so, thing. Oh, that's smart. You are a... Okay, to tell the people how that works. So if you count across your hand, the up... So you go upper knuckle, so like say pinky, and going outwards, inwards, doesn't really matter. But the upper knuckle, those months have 31 days, and then you go down in between your two knuckles, and those are 30 day months, except for February, of course. So January is an upper knuckle. It has 31. February is a lower. It has 30. And then, of course, July and August are back to back. February has 28. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I already just, yeah. Anyway. But you get down to July is the end. It's the last knuckle. So you start back again. August also has 31 days. Wow. And then it picks back up like that. So December and August are the only ones that, or January and August are the only ones that have back to back Mm -hmm. 31. So there you go. You learn things from the by, uh-huh. from the by the by podcast as well. <laughs> January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. That's because admittedly I can never remember the rhyme, genius. but I can I can always make a fist and look at my knuckles. I can always fist. <laughs> I can't remember rhymes, but I can always fist. So there you go, folks. Uh-huh. Uh, so next in June will be the thirty days of lingerie. In July will be the thirty one days of mangerie on, on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. So yeah, stick stick around. Yeah. Stay tuned. Awesome. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 